following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, now sponsored by AkaiCon, August 7th through 9th at the Cool Springs Convention Center in the Franklin Marriott Hotel. Go to akaicon.com now for more information and how you can get tickets. The Tsunami Faithful Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... ASMRI Darrell Maddox. And... Your esteemed announcer, Jim Nelson. And... Jen, a.k.a. Tarzana. Once again, Paul will not be joining us because of his work schedule. Woohoo! Yeah! Woo! Yeah! yeah. yeah. No Paul! <laughs> no, no Paul, don't, no Don't tangents. get too excited now. <laughs> no Paul, no tangents. Uh, well, no Paul, less tangents. Good point. Ah, <laughs> uh, we are back to a regular episode after uh, quite a few uh, interesting episodes. Two live and epi- quite the adventure. Two at live Momocon. episodes, a bunch of interviews. Um, man, I, it took me a full week to recover from that. <laughs> Some memorable stories, and hell, people, we even got Jose on. Yeah. You asked for it, you got it. And you'll never have him again. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, because I'm going to hide him in my basement. Oh. (laughs) And he'll keep Fabian company. Yes, he will. (laughs) While working on those um, IGPX um, remasters. Well, that'd be good. he, He won't be distracted from stuff like a social life and a job and he'll just work on IGPX. Well, he'll probably hear Fabian's faint cries for food and water. <laughs> <laughs> no, he won't. He'll be so focused on editing. He will he will zero out everything else. Good right. point. He'll just be in the zone. Well, Fabian, sucks for you. We have seen Jose edit. We know that he is going to be completely zeroed in. He gets that editor tunnel vision. Which you don't understand editor tunnel vision until you've experienced it yourself. Yes, indeed. I, I get drinking tunnel vision. Does that count? <laughs> not really. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> That's just you not being able to see everything else around you because you're drunk. <laughs> Whereas all you see is what's on the screen in front of you, whether it's uh, waveforms for audio or if it's... Uh, you know, the video stuff that you're editing. By the way, a new episode of Anime Sins coming soon. Um, oh. Um, I'll tell you guys at the end. Okay. Uh. <laughs> All right, well, let's get started, gentlemen and ladies. Well, first, uh, we hope that you guys have checked out uh, our many Momocon interviews, uh, particularly the ones that aren't on TsunamiFaithful.com. We've got some on the Geeky website. What was that Inc. <laughs> dot com yes uh, that, yeah yes that's geekyink.com. that sounds about right geekyink.com where you can see our interviews with mega ran and greg wiseman and uh, other cool stuff uh is the raw is uh is justin's interview on there or is uh, that on tsunami faithful i don't i think that would be on tsunami faithful because we do talk um about broadcast dubs and about uh, michiko and hachin and stuff but um i don't even know if that's up yet so well, there stuff is around. See, you guys no just got a free preview of the Justin Rojas interview. 
Exactly. Yeah, and there will be more interviews and uh, other neat things popping up from uh, stuff that we record at MobileCon. But uh, these things take time, and we only have so many editors. So uh, thank you, Matt, for all of your hard work. <laughs> yes. Dang, son, that's a lot. Because Darrell killed the other editors. <laughs> he hasn't killed me yet, but then again, I'm not really an editor in, a, in an official capacity. No, I couldn't kill you, sexy Jim, with your sexy voice. <laughs> so we have our three recaps, so let's get rolling with Kill the Kill. <laughs> Kill a Kill, episode 17, Tell Me Why. Mako and Senkets prevent a fight between Ryuko and Samugu, after which Aikiro explains how Samugu's sister died in a life fiber experiment, and that Senkets was made with Ryuko's DNA, explaining why only she can wear and communicate with him. Meanwhile, preparations begin for the Cultural and Sports Festival of Hononji Academy, honoring the arrival of Ragyo. Ryuko, Aikiro, Sumugo, and Mako return to the academy to find Ragyo already has begun the final experiment in which the people of the city will be sacrificed to the life fibers. As Ryuko stares down Ragyo, Satsuki suddenly stabs Ragyo through the back and announces the purpose that she built Hanoji Academy was for rebelling against the life fibers and her mother. Oh, snap. <laughs> uh, it just got real. Legit, yep. having not seen the series uh, the first time all the way through, I can say that this was indeed a plot twist I did not see coming uh, in the slightest. All I, I thought either. was Brutus stabbing Julius Caesar in the back, and I said, A2 Ragyo. <laughs> <laughs> A2 Sasuke? It'd be A2 Sasuke. <laughs> yes. Had to, had to get it right, yeah. A2 Satsuki. You know, in this episode, I just saw hints of Shakespeare in it because I was like, I thought about Hamlet, Macbeth, mm -hmm. and Hamlet. Mm -hmm. And all the time, somebody wants to take the friggin' throne. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I, I see the title of the episode, and all I think of is uh, Jim Ross uh, thinking, Satsuki, you son of a bitch! Tell me why! <laughs> Tell me why, damn it! <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, the comparison I make is tell me why ain't nothing but a heartache. Yeah. <laughs> Ragyo felt a heartache, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Sure did. <laughs> Ooh, right through the chest. No, I... <laughs> and then, you know, they have to pin her up for uh, symbolism. Oh, of course. <laughs> but uh, I gotta say, uh, that that whole thing was, was quite surprising and also, Ryuko's thunder just totally got stolen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I'm going to get you. Wait, what's happening here? <laughs> what's a twist? <laughs> what's a twist? Don't you also, clever, clever Matoro just getting rid of the outfit and painting on a Yeah, just painting on his suit. I love that. that it kind of reminds, reminds me of the Shell Silverstein poem. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. There was a uh, Shel Silverstein poem where, um, you know, he just got, like, all of his clothes tattooed on or something like that or drawn on. I don't remember the exact name of it, but someone could help me out with that one. But it was a Shel Silverstein poem. Don't you worry. 
Don't worry, somebody gonna look it up and then tweet it to you later on. I'm sure they will. <laughs> Jen, what were your thoughts on this episode? Definitely a very interesting episode. I did not see that with Sotsky stabbing her mom. Not at all. <laughs> and uh, I thought it was really cute with Mako and her little rant about saving your nudity for the one you love. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was cute. Another breathless, uh, breathless inspirational speech from uh, Mako, which all of them have been hilarious. And you know what? Mm -hmm. If you don't think, if you think Mako is annoying, then quite frankly, you're doing it wrong. Like you're doing right. life wrong. <laughs> Mako's rants are just so cute. Mm -hmm. they Sometimes are. they don't make sense, but they're just cute. Mm -hmm. And because she's stack, I can accept that. <laughs> <laughs> Hong Kong. Oh, we have some heart-to-heart -heart between Ryuko and Senkets. Again. Again. It's nice. It's, Ryuko, make up your dang mind. <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to fight. You know what? I am going to fight. <laughs> well, my thing is that with uh, Senkets, I just like how he's one piece, even though he's supposed to be two. Like, when, when Ryuko has him, has Senkets off... He's yeah. like, he's still one piece, but he has a mouth. <laughs> Sometimes, other times he doesn't. Yeah, you kind of wonder if that's what everybody else is seeing, or if only what Ryuko is seeing. That's actually <laughs> that's a good point. That's a mm -hmm. very good point. Also, uh, that's that's got to be a real shocker to find out that. Uh, well, Senkets, she already knew Senkets was made for her, but mm -hmm. using her own DNA because of failed experiments in the past, she's got to be thinking the weight of all of that. Yes, oh man, mm -hmm. this this was a successful test, but so many people died trying to figure this out. It's, it's right. horrific, really. Speaking of horrific, <laughs> everybody being sacrificed to life fibers. <laughs> you thought I was going to say, speaking of horrific, here's the Toonami Talkbacks. <laughs> <laughs> That's you what I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> Our listeners are much, much better than the people at the Toonami Q and A. I love you guys. Because now I, I, I really no, we legit appreciate you guys in ways we never did before because of all those jabronis asking questions at the Toonami mm -hmm. Q and A and just being ungrateful jack wagons. And the sad thing was, I couldn't abuse nobody that day. <laughs> I only abused them in my head, and I was like, I wish I could project this right now. Because you would have been hauled off to jail. <laughs> Pretty much. Or kicked out of the con. I don't yeah, know I probably got kicked. I probably would have got kicked out of the con. Mm -hmm. It would have been a bad black day for a Tsunami Faithful podcast. <laughs> as real laid the smack down on dumbass questions in the Tsunami panel. Mm-hmm. But in a little bit there, Jason DeMarco smiled within his heart and said, that motherfucker right there said what I wanted to out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. <laughs> yeah, it's just grin and bear it. <laughs> All I had to that day. Mm -hmm. All right, here's our talkbacks. Uh, M. Morse, 1017, says... Loved Sasuke showing her true colors and rebelling against her mother. Also, Mako and her family are pure fun. They certainly yes, they are. are. Yes, they are. I have one question! <laughs> no, it was two questions. <laughs> <laughs> Is the party are going the to girls be safe? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Will it be, be catered? catered. <laughs> of course. Hey, look here. 
you do want to go to a festival, but hey, you want to make sure you're getting fed too, though. It's true. It's true, but I love the animation change. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got all serious. I know. That is, that's what makes Kill a Kill so fun. I love those animation changes, and they just work. I don't know how, but they just work. SL, the FMA, writes in, really like this episode, especially with the twist at the end. Satsuki continues to be my favorite, one of my favorite characters in Kill a Kill. Yes, because she impaled her mother. <laughs> she, was already yep. a, she was already a pretty damn good character to start with, but now she's taken on a whole new dimension. Oh, yeah. yeah, and like before she was like the enemy that you could appreciate, but now you're like, oh, she's kind of one of the good guys. <laughs> In a way, this a little bit of an anti-hero. Yes. She, she kind of pulled a Deadpool, because, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes Deadpool will do something good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lord Terminal writes in, well, that's one way to redeem yourself, Satsuki. <laughs> yes, it was redeeming. <laughs> true that, true that. Mac 2 Hybrid Media writes in, I like to think that Satsuki said to Ragio, that's for what happened last episode. <laughs> Dang, he read my mind. I was like, yes, <laughs> Makes nothing but sense. Well, you know, I put it like this. Sasuke got the finger, Ragyo got the sword. <laughs> <laughs> For all we know, Sasuke got two fingers. Oh! Ooh. I love you, Jim. <laughs> I thought Jen was going to beat me to it, but I guess not. <laughs> no, you got me on that one. <laughs> Mike Jin X89 writes in, I believe I speak for all of Killer Kill's viewers when I say, Yeah, Satsuki! (laughs) I mean, you know, what would have made it better is if she would have said Bankai. (laughs) Nah, what would have made it better is if um, Satsuki had... You're already dead. (laughs) If in one clean stroke, Satsuki had also decapitated uh, Nui Harime. Oh, if only. That would have made it perfect. Yes. <laughs> Crazy umbrella. Yes, Nui is finding this development quite interesting. Mm-hmm. So uh, creepy. So creepy. So annoying. So evil. So hacks. <laughs> oh, totally hacks. Oh, but hey, Samugu's got some of those uh, uh, shears that can uh, cut the... Uh, cut the The, the Bashi? Is that what it's called? I it's called the Banshee. 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 As yeah. in like the Irish uh, mythology thing, Banshee. Mm, well, the Banshee is like the main life fiber that keeps all the other Goku uniforms together. It's the main life oh, okay. fiber. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's the, the primordial life fiber, I believe it was called the uh, in the last episode. Indubitably. <laughs> the messed up theology of Kill and Kill. I'll take it. <laughs> You know what? At least it tries. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does. Certainly yeah. is creative. And it's campy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's camp-tastic. Any other thoughts on this episode? I think we've uh, covered everything. Yeah. yeah. Let's say so. On to our next recap. Sword Art Online 2. My
Sword Heart Online 2, Episode 10, Pursuer of Death. Kirito rescues Sinon, which we all knew was going to happen, and the two take a nearby buggy to flee from Death Gun. Kirito tells Sinon to shoot a mechanical horse, ah, oh, poor horsey, but she freezes up, unable to fire. Death Gun rides after them using the horse, because Kirito figured that would happen, and terrifies Sinon with his pistol. With Kirito's assistance, she finally pulls the trigger and hits a fuel tank of a truck, which explodes, deterring Death Gun long enough for them to escape. Yeah, obviously he's not dead. They drive into the desert and decide to rest in a cave to avoid the next satellite scan. Inside the cave, Sinon tells Kirito how she killed a man in the post office. And Kirito tells her about the people he killed in SAO. This... Basically, they compared kill counts. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. This episode. Yeah, but not pridefully. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow, this episode got heavy. Oh, yeah, man. It's it, did. it was so freaking emotional. But the only uh, the only good part, part about this episode was uh, the acting. Um, yes, because Michelle, Michelle so Michelle yeah. Ruff killed it like in ways that I can't even imagine. She killed it. That's probably one of the best overall dub performances I've ever heard. The know, episode man. itself. Yeah, you really felt the emotion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. But again, <laughs> if only the writing was better. <laughs> yep, but to all the mother <laughs> that said Michelle was on our pod, guess what? <laughs> you because that performance was great. Hey, duplicate that before exactly. you say anything. <laughs> exactly. I mean, she pulled at my heartstrings last night because it was just too freaking convincing. Man, I was like, damn, why you do this to me tonight? Mm-hmm. I ain't got time to shed no tears, man. That's right. My brother shed a tear last night. <laughs> <laughs> and I did uh, impart some um, wisdom in psychology as well. Mm-hmm. Because Sinon had got so paralyzed with fear that she couldn't even pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. That is a thing of PTSD. Oh yeah, I can. I'll believe it. Just but, probably uh, didn't throw up. <laughs> I was just gonna say her fear followed her into the game this time. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Um, it's oh my. Uh, there, there Choose was just... your words wisely. Uh, do I have any words? I mean... Well, first of all, my sister had a really good riff last night. She said, I'm convinced Kirito is a robot. His body is still stuck in Sword Art Online. His body is just robotic. <laughs> but, um... It's just so... The story is just so racked with plot convenience, for one. For another... Kirito, Kirito might as well be Jesus because, you know, it's the same thing. <laughs> because, you know, he's he's there to save everybody. Also, just like what happened with Asuna, Sinon got completely wrecked as a character. She started off uh, as another great character, but she has been hit by the waifu ray. That's why I couldn't really get emotionally invested in Sinon. Also, uh... She went completely sundere, uh, Sinon went completely sundere towards Kirito. Oh, gosh, yes, she did. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> like, I hate you! I hate you! Can I sleep in? Can I use your lap as my pillow? I, yep. <laughs> I hate you, but I'm still gonna rest my head on your lap. <laughs> hey, that's how it happens sometimes. Hey, 
I've actually snapped on people and was like, can I lay my head on your lap? Hey, you know, in her defense, everything else is rock hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> you know, that lap might not be the safest place. <laughs> Curious, though, is that a gun? I don't know, but it's yes. a Yes! Yes, it is! Hair trigger. I <laughs> was at cross hands. Oh, yeah. Kirito only gets boners for Asuna. Yeah. You really expect me to believe that? A kid his age? Right. I got, no way. I got boners from seeing the train pass by at that age. <laughs> <laughs> choo choo. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, Take a look. Oh my! Go through those tunnels, did you? <laughs> Ow! My pride. Then the train crashes. Ow! My pride. <laughs> but I don't yeah. have that problem. I just have to crank up the crane. <laughs> so yeah, it's I mean, fighting in each other about their past experiences killing people mm-hmm. and you know that's something that they can relate to each other with it's a strange and, thing to relate to each other but yeah. hey <laughs> yeah, whatever helps you sleep at night bitch. <laughs> it's a great bonding experience yeah it it, it does it, it bonds them but uh you know at the at the same time i don't like the way that that scene on is all contemplating uh, how is he so much stronger than me? Uh, mm-hmm. How how do I uh, how how do I achieve what he can? Why is he not afraid? But she does eventually come to realize that he is afraid. Mm-hmm. He just chooses to do something about that fear, and she's still struggling with being able to do that herself. Here's right. a, my here's my thing: is that Sinon is playing Gungale online. Yes, well she's got pt this has always been a sticking point for me it all has everything has guns in there yes how would she not know that and these are all based on real world guns yes so what are the odds that she would run into somebody who had that exact piece and trigger her ptsd and i would say those odds are pretty freaking high even if she is a sniper i would say would it would it be in gun gill online I would say your chances are one in ten, <laughs> and those are pretty damn good chances. But all of a sudden, she saw that black star, and she just freaked out. Oh, yeah. I think they most of the time she kills people before she even sees what weapon they have. <laughs> very true, but at yeah, the same true. time, at the same time, especially as she was learning the game, there was a very good chance that she would, unless she's you know like friggin uh, fatality who play who plays quake professionally you know? and for all we know she may have had similar reactions we just never saw it yeah exactly but you know i don't know there's there's a lot in here that just makes me go that just made me go this is stupid you know why <laughs> there may be a very specific reason as to why death gun has that gun but if the but here's my thing is that if he has that gun that preys on fear, okay, well, what's to stop him from having other guns that prey on fear? I mean, in uh, improbable, yes, but given the storytelling of Sword Art Online Two, anything's possible at this rate. Who knows how well he researches his victims? I 
don't know. And the thing is, I shouldn't need an encyclopedia or have to look up jur medical journals just to have simple explanations taken care of. <laughs> anyway, <All right. laughs> Toonami Talkbacks, please. I can't spend another best. second on this subject. <laughs> I'm having an aneurysm. SL, the FMA, writes in, I feel like this is the episode with the best interactions with Kirito and Sinon. Also, Michelle's performance was amazing. True. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And you missed one. <laughs> uh, yep, uh, apparently I did. KJ Senpai writes in, Rest in peace, Robotic Horse. You were the best thing on this episode and also the best character in this arc. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they took a page out of tag on time because horses do are subject to abuse on that show. I was going to say, if they really wanted to go for broke and make Death Gun intimidating, then just have them chase down Kirito and, As and Asuna and Sinon on foot like the T-1000 in Terminator 2. <laughs> Look at the same awesome. music and everything. It'd, give, it'd make uh, Death Gun a more credible threat, and you know what? At least the show would start to be a bit pulpy. It seemed like we were light on particularly good SAO uh, talkbacks this time, so <laughs> it's a triple threat from Lord Terminal as he kind of continued a thought across three posts. <laughs> I see that cave over there, and here comes the weak part that I can't defend. I hate you, A1 Pictures. <laughs> hey, really, they made A1? So they made you won't spoon. show us Kirito versus Musketeer X, but you'll make us spend all that time in a cave? <laughs> hey, that can't set some ambience man in the mood. <laughs> Someone want to tell me how Sinon's breakdown was a Kirito, you're so much stronger than me moment. There is no explanation for that, sir. <laughs> There's I a lot of stuff you can't explain in this episode. And I have a feeling I'm not, we're not even at the nadir. Yeah. Hey, quick use of college words. I definitely agree that they should have shown us Kirito versus Musketeer Axe, even though it probably wouldn't have been that good of a fight. Yeah, you, you don't even have to do to dedicate that much time to it. You just make it like a five-minute fight or something. Show Kirito. It's like, oh, you know, maybe have him have like a revelation about the game system or something that maybe helps him against um, Death Gun. Chekhov's gun, uh, you know? Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. He did mention when he was talking about it, darn it, show, show, don't tell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was talking about how he determined that she was not Death Gun, it's like, well, that would have been a fine scene to show. It's like, oh, no, that's not Death Gun. Then where is Death Gun? I feel like we would have been even... Death Gun would have been a better character if we had more red herrings thrown out. Like, you know, we didn't... We didn't kind of like if Death Gun was like the shark in Jaws. We didn't see him until this point, you know? That's true. Though, there are some things that are very red herring... And uh, it kind of trips you up determining uh, exactly the identity of Death Gun, as right. we will come right. to find out eventually. I have a feeling we'll probably figure it out in the next episode, um, because I have a, um, I haven't having not seen the show before. I'm just relying on my uh, on my uh, anime knowledge, my anime pacing knowledge. Yeah, my spider sense, as it were. Um, <laughs> it feels like we're gonna have at least a bit of a filler episode. Mm. Like, yeah, but I, I mean, but I, I mean, a filler episode, a filler off episode. Off the top of my head, if there's another, 
long conversation ahead of us, but I think that there is. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> I'm used to saying filler episode, not in the traditional sense, like, you know, a shonen anime, but a filler episode that, you know, does what a filler episode should. It, uh, through, it fills in the cracks and gives us, you know, vital info. Hmm. Perhaps. Maybe. It's just a thought, considering they closed on that flashback to SAO. Mm-hmm. Well, eventually they're going to figure it out, and there's... Oh, I hope four, so. Four episodes? I think four yep. episodes left in this arc, four, yeah. Four episodes left in this arc. It's really more like three, because it wraps up... And then we have, the like, ta- Like, at the very beginning of episode 14. Yeah, kind of but... like how it did in uh, Sword Art uh, Online's first season, where, you know, you had that episode between... Um, they went from Sword Art to, uh, Ein- to um, Fairy Dance... It does. It does establish a fairly good transition, though. See, yeah. I am capable of saying nice things about sword art. <clears throat> yes, you are. Sometimes. Sometimes. Not always. Well, let's do it for our sword art online to recap. Now it's time for the penultimate episode of Inuyasha: The Final Act. Inuyasha, the final act, episode 25. Thoughts fall short. Naraku transforms by feeding his soul to the Shikon Jewel. Finally, mm-hmm. everyone escapes, finding themselves at the Bone Eater's Well near Kayede's village. Inuyasha defeats Naraku using Meido Zengetsuha, and Kagome pierces the Shikon Jewel using her arrow. She finally made the shot. Even a blind squirrel finds a nut. <laughs> Naraku laments, oh, Naraku laments that his true wish was Kikyo's heart, and that he made one last wish uh, on behest of the Shikon Jewel, not his choosing. And everybody's like, oh, what's the wish? What's the wish? The Mado swallows up Kagome, and everyone realizes that the Bone Eater's Well has also disappeared. Kagome sees visions of a simple life in the present time, but awakens to find she is surrounded by darkness next to the Shikon Jewel. The Jewel tells Kagome that she can return to that life if she wishes for it, using the Shikon Jewel. This is, of course, a trick. Inuyasha uses a Meido to enter the darkness and search for Kagome, only to find a demon taunting him and telling him that he... Kagome makes a wish with the jewel. She will be bound to the jewel and be forced to battle demons within it for all eternity. And with the way she shoots, she will go. Uh, she will fall to those demons in about eh, twenty seconds. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty good at running. <laughs> yeah, everybody's good at running. So Naraku's finally dead. Yay. Uh, th- that happened finally. Jeez. And oh. Are you trying to make us sympathize with Naraku at the end there, show? Doggone it! No, you had your chance to do that. (laughs) It still kind of works. It didn't work for me, man. Dude was a dick all the way through. I'm so far, (laughs) but I am so far behind and I don't have a lot of stuff uh, leading up to this that I just don't know. (laughs) I just don't really have uh, a base with which to Mm -hmm. know what the hell is going on. Well, it seems that Naraku takes his Sophie choice lessons from uh, the Shikon Jewel. <laughs> Who is a dick, by the way. 
Ah, yes. Yeah. The Shiko, yeah. I mean, they talk so much about this Shiko jewel throughout the entire series. It is the thing that, it is literally the thread, or what, the spool that the plot thread revolves around. And it's about So you thought the evil. final boss was Doraku, but it was me, the Shiko jewel! <laughs> or Dio! <laughs> or Dio, for short. Dio would have been better. <laughs> Dio would have been so much better. <laughs> Oh, that He would have dropped oh, a steamroller and punched it until it exploded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, behave. Uh, so uh, A lot happened in this episode. If they wanted the voice of God for the Shikon Jewel, they should have just, like, pieced together uh, Morgan Freeman sound bites. <laughs> eh, true. I thought that the voice that they did pick for the Shikon Jewel was actually... Pretty good. I I agree. I agree. I just think uh, anytime you need, you want to do a voice of God, you need you need um Morgan Freeman. True. In other words, you have yeah, to say you I need agree. a black man. Go <laughs> <No>, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, starts... everybody. It's time for a bad, it's time for a bad Morgan Freeman impression. <laughs> 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 To return, you can wish upon the sacred jewel. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kagome, if there's one thing I've learned about being apart all these years, it's you get busy living or you get busy dying. In your case, you're just gonna die. Just <laughs> <laughs> so the black guy's not making an attempt at a Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yeah, just it goes job. better. <laughs> You talk, you talk funny, Shiko Jewel. Yes, that's my Osaka accent just poking through after all these years. <laughs> Osaka accent. I'm <laughs> Jewel. Now, Kagome, you're going to have to make a wish on this jewel if you want to get out of this here <laughs> darkness. And if you don't, you will be trapped in the darkness forever. <laughs> that's a really thick Osaka accent you have, Shiko Jewel. <laughs> <laughs> Must be from Southern Osaka. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not going to let you break me tonight. It's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, don't you don't think I'm going to break you, Doran? <laughs> <laughs> the last time I got broke, Jim made the um, Takashi and Liz um, hentai. <laughs> 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 <have> that. He's, <laughs> you broke yourself. You broke yourself. <laughs> Oh my god, yes, you did break yourself. <laughs> okay, back on topic, people. Oh, <laughs> well, Toonami Talkbacks. Joshua Knighton writes in, You know, if you cut out all of Naraku's speeches and grandstanding, this finale would have been two episodes. <laughs> you are correct. Give that man a cookie. Maybe even less. Maybe like That's one and a half. <laughs> Maybe one and a half, and then we finally see Inuyasha and Kagome, like, you know, doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. SL, the FMA, writes in, It was great seeing everyone fight together, especially Inuyasha and Shishomaru. Sadly, Naraku's death was pretty anticlimactic. I know. Dude, what we needed was like somewhat Roy Mustang did to um to Pride. Yes! Yeah. Dude. Yeah, that was that was that epic. Would, that would have been so nice. Like, Just... You didn't even get a good you didn't even get Naraku going, No Yeah, you didn't even get a big no out of it. That's that's like bad pacing. Bad planning. 
It's just all like, well, I'm dying now. <laughs> oh. No, I mean, it was oh, like it was... the die. Was... Yasha! What is this? Dude. What is this? What's that? Uh... I That's mean, it was like a Diet Coke death, man. Just no flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Diet Coke death? <laughs> yeah, dude. All the death, none of the satisfaction. <laughs> I mean, I was like, okay, this is how it's just going to go. I was like, man. That death needs to take the Pepsi challenge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would have loved to see, like, Sir Shamaru just, like, hack him and cut him up, man, and just say something like, you never had a place in this damn world in the <laughs> now go to hell needless to yeah needless to say um you know naraku was the main bad guy for so long and to have a weak sauce death like this it is a disappointment kagura's death versus naraku's death which one was better <laughs> kagura's kagura's definitely yeah <laughs> he's uh, and he also was like oh i'm dead oh well <laughs> it's like oh and i just figured out what my original wish was uh. <laughs> no. hey don't you hate it when you obtain ultimate power and lose it immediately <laughs> it's like uh, garlic, yeah. like garlic jr in dbz dead zone <laughs> bingo Naraku, you died like a filler villain. <laughs> <laughs> no, he died like a character on Star Trek with the red shirt on. Yes, he he died. He was a uh, he was the Borg Queen. It was like if the Borg Queen died of a red shirt's death. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. More or less. Next talk back, please. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be on this all night. <laughs> Lord Terminal writes in. Just wish for the series to freaking end already, Kagome. <laughs> One more episode. That would have been oh, no. a interesting moment of clarity, <laughs> or a moment of uh, uh, fourth wall breaking. That would have been brilliant. <laughs> M Morse ten seventeen writes in. Can't believe next week's the finale of Inuyasha: The Final Act. It has been a great thrill ride. I will miss it terribly. I won't. I Just won't. gonna be honest. I yeah. I'm gonna be completely honest. I will not. Like I just got the box set at the viz panel for asking a question not mm. answering a question but asking a question <laughs> that's what Shar does i'm uh i'm not too enthused about watching it a second time <laughs> i was gonna buy it off sketch for 20 bucks but then i thought about it uh, i don't want to watch it a second time <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you gonna do uh, one time's enough yeah Rare. Pretty Inuyasha out, man. Yeah, you suffer from Inuyasha burnout. It's 161 episodes plus these 26. That's almost 200 episodes. You're bound to get burned out. Mm-hmm. And our last talk back, which will actually lead into our discussion of what happened on Toonami this week. Mm-hmm. This from Inuyasha-san87. That was a nice little final act finale promo. The final episode is next week. You guys better not miss it. Well, we've come this far. I can't miss it now. <laughs> exactly. Indeed. So, this week on Toonami, we got an Inuyasha The Final Act finale promo. Which actually is very nice, and it was very tasteful, and very yeah. old school. Yeah, it was. It was real pretty. Lots it's nice. To the points. Lots of demons. Brought back that narrator. <laughs> <laughs> lots of demons, lots of things. A nice send-off to Inuyasha. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, it was. I like they do that for 
for shows. But I feel like, as nice as it would be to have that for every show, it's really only something that you need to do for something like a Bleach or an Inuyasha or some other show that's been on for a long, long time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, heck, there were some movie promos that, you know, might not have been as good as... Uh, actually, no, their movie promos have been good. But, they, but, yeah, there have been some movie promos that weren't as good as some of these uh, send-off promos that they had, you know? Though none have been as good as the Samurai 7 one. Yeah, oh. that one was borderline that orgasmic. Was... Dude, <laughs> I, need so the, I need a cigarette out the smudge in that one. Great, great choice of music, great choice of clips. Oh, so good. So choice and so meaty. The Samurai's ways in death. <laughs> <sighs> Enough gushing about that promo. We also got a game review. This one from Wolfenstein, the new one, with uh, the old blood. Mm-hmm. Downloadable episode for, uh, I believe, uh, 15, 20 bucks on your PlayStation 4, Xbox One, or PC. Um... I haven't played it, but given how much I liked Wolfenstein The New Order, I can't imagine this would be too, too different. And it has some of that old, good old-fashioned pulpy stuff in it. It feels, like a down, it feels like more than just a downloadable expansion. A little bit more. But it is like 40-something gigs, so be sure, to, be sure you have the hard drive space for it, kids. <laughs> yeah. So you can watch that promo. We, we got it up on TunamiFaithful.com. And uh, yeah, check check out that game review. Uh, they gave it an eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. <laughs> they gave it an eight out of ten and seemed to give it uh, lots of kind words, mm-hmm. which kind of contrasts to what I have heard about that. Mm-hmm. People saying that they really like the uh, the new order, the the Wolfenstein game that this is an expansion on, and felt like the old blood was kind of backpedaling, but. A little bit from what I've read, but at the same time, it is a downloadable episode. It is 15 bucks, and really, it's just uh, more um, It's more of the same, which is never a bad thing when your game is as fun and entertaining as Wolfenstein The New Order. I mean, you have your magic backpack, so you can hold all your weapons at once. I love shooters that do that now. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I don't like to have to have only limit two my weapons. inventory. <laughs> you know what? Uh, only two uh, guns ruined resistance too. <laughs> and, you know, um, but, you know, all pulpy sci-fi style uh, shooters should have the magic backpack. Absolutely. I hate when I run out of space on Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> That's a magic backpack, but not a magic enough backpack. <laughs> mm, indeed. A, a, a lesser bag of holding, I guess you could say. <laughs> Uh, we only have one real uh, miscellaneous talk back this week for some reason but uh, I decided to tack on some ones regarding uh, thoughts on uh, recent announcements for Toonami because we're pretty packed on uh, other talk backs Mm -hmm. so first of all Inuyasha-san87 says regarding One Piece you were expecting canon but you got random filler episode instead <laughs> you got outfoxed. Uh what does the fox say? Apparently fit <laughs> Yip yip if Persona 4 is to be believed. <laughs> and now 
Regarding Tsunami's recent announcements and the panel and all of that, Fabian writes in, Well, the panel was amazing until people started asking questions, so it was amazing for about ten minutes. <laughs> Welcome aboard, Sentai! Yay! <laughs> Thank you, my okay. poor, poor intern. <laughs> oh my god. Did you feed him today? Yeah. Dang. Oh, damn, I'll do that later. He's <laughs> uh. probably thirsty. It'll be all right. Hey, if I can go, right. if I can go a day without food, Fabian can certainly can. Eh, don't worry about it. He can drink his own spit. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I thought that was going. <laughs> hey, well, better, <laughs> beer gorilla. So better drink my own piss. Uh, Cycling, but recycling only goes so far. <laughs> Frank Full Metal writes in. Looking forward to Michiko and Hachin. A comic kill is a great show and perfect for tsunami. Welcome to the party, Sentai. The water is fine, Sentai. Come on in. Come on into the adult swim. swim. <laughs> Did the water all of a sudden just get warmer? warmer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's pee that makes it warmer. <laughs> it's an old diving trick. Mike Jin X89 says, I strongly dislike Akame Go Kill. Ooh, dissension. But if it means more Sentai shows on Toonami, I can live with it. I'm more excited to see Michiko and Hachin, though. You know what? A hate, a hate watch is still ratings, as ratings. Jason said. <laughs> Thank you, Mike Gen X, for your hatred. But guess what? We got Sentai now, mother. We got Sentai. You know what? I, I've said it. Bef if I've said it I've once, I've said it a million times. We gotta watch it because if we don't, we're not gonna see any more Sentai. Exactly. And Sentai has jewels of shows because, damn it, if I can get a harem on, I am going to love it. Because you know I want Infinite Stratus. Don't mess with my emotions. <laughs> oh boy, Infinite well, Stratus. Well, the last time we had a harem, the last time we had a mecha harem show, it didn't go so good. But I haven't seen Infinite Stratus, so I can't say. Boobs, boobs, and more boobs, and booty. <laughs> I was amused. Your favorite, by it. Jen. <laughs> I know. I love that. I know, I forgot the hump Jen's boots. They honk honk. Honk. <laughs> I'm, I don't know about you guys, but I am excited for Akamega Kill because, well, if only for the fact that I haven't seen it. I agree. I have also not seen it. I have. So I am excited I to haven't. watch it. I've seen some of the episodes, and, mm -hmm. you know, it's a derail type anime, so <laughs> you're going you're gonna to enjoy it. Oh, we're going to love it then. Oh, yeah. And there's a uh, there's a uh, blue haired chick with light, with uh, really large boobs too. So, yep, that's the reason why I caught my eye. <laughs> <laughs> no surprise there. I don't, can't go wrong with that. No, you can never go wrong with big boobs. It's like the perfect equation solver. <laughs> <laughs> Let us continue on to the news. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. The 18-49 ratings for Saturday, May 30th, are as follows. Dragon Ball Z Kai, 785,000. Kill a Kill, 626,000. 
Sword Art Online 2, 526,000. Inuyasha the Final Act, 503,000. Naruto Shippuden, 491,000. One Piece, 420,000. And Attack on Titan finished the night with 404,000. Okay. Those are ratings, all right. For me, the coupon. (laughs) And the total viewer ratings... Dragon Ball Z Kai, 1,385,000. Kill a Kill, 1,077,000. Sword Art Online 2, 907,000. Inuyasha the Final Act, 846,000. Naruto Shippuden, 833,000. One Piece, 690,000. And Attack on Titan, 660,000. Yep, those are ratings, all right. <laughs> uh, man, why y'all do One Piece like that? I may I not, be, I may not be the biggest fan of One Piece, but I still like the show. Mm-hmm. But man, y'all need to get One Piece some more love. You ungrateful. Yeah, I'm not too concerned, considering it's not that far behind Ship It In in 18 to 49. But man, dude, dude, it was like ungrateful teenagers. <laughs> Go get the belt, sketch. Go get the belt. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. It's the adults that matter. Yeah, because we got actual capital income to spend, which teenagers make use of. <laughs> Ungrateful. <laughs> I mean, Adult Swim just had a recent promo where they talk about how teenagers are so loathed. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I have to deal with them at the library. Promo. <laughs> yeah, that was a regular Adult Swim promo, I believe, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Still funny and true. And that does it for our news, because we've already discussed oh so much news in recent episodes. Indeed. Do we, and do we have a topic tonight, Mr. Sketch? Oh, yes, we do have a topic, because speaking of that news that we've discussed in prior episodes, we are going to let the people know about Michiko and Hachin. <laughs> First of all, has anybody outside of me and Darrell seen Michiko and Hacha? I've seen the whole thing. Okay. I haven't. Oh, Ooh, you're in for a treat. That's <laughs> it. Well, Jim, I think that's like, what, about third time we've been on the same wavelength, especially like last night with Blooming Cross. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. That was way too convenient, by the way. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes. I guess it's that black people ESP. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get back on it. All right. So, without giving away too much, this is the general premise of Michiko and Hatsune. Michiko is a convict who uh, manages to escape from jail. The most the most secure most women's pretty. jail penitentiary in um, this uh, country, conveniently not named Brazil. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She goes looking for Hana, the only daughter of her main squeeze, Hiroshi. Hana's been living Cinderella style with a foster family and not being treated very well, but she's a very responsible young girl. 
Michiko ends up rescuing her from the situation, and the two of them go looking for Hiroshi. That's the also, Cliff's version. Michiko's previous best friend, I don't know, you might consider them friends still, uh, is the inspector looking for her all of this time. She, uh, You first see them interact at the jail, and then when she escapes, her, her old friend goes after her, and all the while, while they're traveling, she's trying to track them down. And that is the Cliff Notes version of Michiko and Hachin. But there's so much more to it than that. Oh, yeah. So much more. Yeah. It feels like a... Um, it fe- it's definitely a Watanabe series, but it wasn't directed by him. The only thing he did was the music. And but... uh, he did the music direction and uh, serving a very Jason DeMarco-like role when it came to music. <laughs> Just getting people. Um, yeah, the, the music was great, though. Yeah, the music was fantastic. Definitely very Latin-inspired. But the pacing is uh, pretty standalone. And very, actually, I find it to be a little bit more similar to Samurai Champloo than yes. Cowboy Bebop. Mostly because in Bebop, there wasn't, an, oh, there wasn't like an endgame. Whereas in Samurai Champloo, there was. They were looking for the samurai that smelled of sunflowers. Here, in Michiko and Hachin, they're looking for Hiroshi. So you can see where it would, where I feel it's, um, it is kind of a mix of styles, I guess you could say, between Bebop and Samurai Champloo. It's like a little bit of Bebop, a lot of Samurai Champloo, and a sprinkling of Loop on the third. Hmm, good point. All with ladies, and with two female main characters, and also directed by a lady. The same woman, I believe, went on to direct Lupin the Third. the woman named Fujiko Mine. Yes. Sayo Yamamoto. That was her name. Yes. She also directed a couple of episodes of Space Dandy, the <laughs> rocker episode, and what was the other one? The zombie? Uh, I think so, yeah. No, no the ramen episode. <laughs> the ramen episode, yeah. Which Dude. the ramen episode was good. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love the ramen episode. But the rocker episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's what that's what makes uh, that's what makes Michiko and Hachin so awesome. You get your first show made by a uh, directed rather by a woman on Tsunami that I'm aware of. Like the entire show was directed by a woman, and then, um, but and to have it come out as well as it did is like fantastic. You know, the music really helps, you know, move everything along, though. It really so, you does. Know, so, oh, you know, absolutely. big us um, Watanabe for that, though. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, it definitely frames all of the scenes. Uh, there's there's some episodes it's just it's just soothing to listen to. I know. And Monica Rial and Jay Saxon, they really have, like, a real good chemistry between the two characters. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Monica Real just reminded me of somebody's black mama, man. You know, with some of the stuff that goes on with her between her and uh, Jay's. <laughs> I mean, with her <laughs> and Jay's sex. Like, total props to Monica because mm-hmm. you you almost couldn't even guess that was her. Yeah, I uh, I have said this many times before. I would not have known that was Monica if they hadn't told me. I don't know, man. I actually kind of heard it, like you know, in some parts. I was like, because when she started cussing, man, I was like, oh shit, yeah, that's Monica right there. Yeah, there, <laughs> there are a couple of episodes. Uh, there are a couple of episodes that is like, you know, that is totally Monica right now. Oh yeah, it's like, oh now I hear it. 
<laughs> but seriously, she sounded like some black mom, somebody's black mom that's pissed off. Kind of like mine sometimes when I was younger, dude. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my. <laughs> no scary mom. So most of the time episodes involve them going from place to place, looking for clues to find Hiroshi. And a lot of the time, Michiko's checkered past catches up with her in Quite various checkered. places. <laughs> her quite checkered past. Yeah, the, she's always running into trouble. Her uh, her past coming back to haunt her at every turn. <laughs> and you get... Uh, the, the main thing about the show is it's all about the relationship between Michiko and Hana, who prefers to be called Hachin after her. You know, she doesn't like to be called Hana anymore after... All the uh, abuse that she's been put through, dude. It, that first episode, it's gonna piss you off, song. Oh yeah, it's oh. really gonna piss you off. Oh man, people are gonna be ticked ah. off. It's you know, if you ever wanted to hate a character <laughs> or a group of characters, yeah, oh man, that family you will hate. Oh yeah, you will. Oh yeah. Oh. Well, the good news is we only see them for a little bit. So yeah, yeah. total scumbags. Yep. Worst, the worst kind of worst kind of people. Mm-hmm. But it's also a lot of fun. There's really exciting chase sequences, action sequences. I mean, you saw a little bit in in uh, the the promo that Sarah cut, where you have uh, Michiko firing off that gun, and <laughs> there's there's all kinds of stuff like that. Constantly running into gangs, constantly running into fights. <laughs> Things that you would probably run into if you were in the baddest barrios of Brazil. Trust me. Barrios are favelas and stuff, you know. know. Those are the worst parts, the favelas. At one point, she jumps on some guy and has his head between her legs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's about to get him with a knife. I don't care. I don't care if I die this way, I'm fine. (laughs) This is great. Sometimes that's the way a guy wants to go, between a woman's legs. (laughs) And you have, of course, the classic personalities where Michiko is is very spontaneous and and free, and Hana is is much more reserved and doesn't like putting up with Michiko's crap. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely is uh, the odd couple. Uh, Think of the dynamic between Dandy and the genuine girl. Yeah. Yeah. You almost can't believe that she didn't do that episode. <laughs> or did she? Did she do that episode? I don't know. Let me double check that. We are failing as a news source. <laughs> We're not failing as a news source. Right there. That's the moment where we failed. <laughs> we didn't fail. The fans failed us. Hey, you gotta blame it on somebody. Yeah, uh... Let's not blame the fans. Like the team, like my T-shirt said, to err is human, but to um, place blame on someone else's good management skills. Yeah. <laughs> there will be naysayers saying that Michiko and Hachin isn't action-y enough, but here's the thing. If you want to see anything other than typical shonen action, you got to watch this show and appreciate all that it offers because... It has a lot to offer, though. 
come on. You want them to think outside the box. This is thinking outside the box. I mean, it's thinking outside the box. It has enough action in it for you, and it's an easy story to follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I actually enjoyed it. And once you have the general idea of what's going on, it's not super important to see every episode, but you definitely want to see some of the early episodes and the final stretch. Yeah. Just like Samurai Shaman. But, of course, every episode is worthwhile. Oh, yeah. One way. Oh, yeah. And, it's and it's 22 episodes. Two, yeah, so not a real two, big commitment. Yeah, two 11-episode seasons. So, Be happy, people. Mm-hmm. Because if you want uh, something other than the usual, mm-hmm. you got to support a show like this. And besides, I'm getting tired of having like a whole bunch of shows where, you know, hate to say it, Captain Sableholt comes in to scoop them up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah getting kind of annoying. It's getting kind of redundant there, okay? Mm-hmm. So shut this up. This one right here, Captain Sable ain't nowhere to be possible, man. It's kind of <laughs> it's kind of like a lighthearted Black Lagoon in some ways. <laughs> it kind of is. And there are some and there is, and there is an episode with a stripper. Yes. You will get the yes. bouncy yes, bouncy foods. Oh yeah. And to be, to be honest with you, man, she's actually light on her feet, man. Oh, they all are. Yeah. You, can't, you can't really have a heavy footed. You can't really have a lead footed stripper because, well, that doesn't work. <laughs> well, I did see file footage of a one legged stripper, but you know, <laughs> yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> hey, she was doing what she had to do. <laughs> Does she have like a prosthetic leg? Oh, or did she just have like a stump on the knee or something like that? Was she like oh. hopping around? No, she was actually working the pool quite well. What's her stripper name, Eileen? (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I don't even know. I think it might have been Pig, as in Pig Leg. (laughs) Well, that's less flattering. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it was just interesting, though, man. I was like, you can't. When people always say they can't do something, I was like, look here, dude. I just seen I just seen footage of a one-legged stripper. (laughs) Shut up. I was like, if she can get on that stage and shake her money maker, you can do whatever it is you can do. <laughs> Which is the reason why. Gentlemen, any other thoughts that you would like to share about Michiko and Hatsune? Beautiful animation, good story, Beautiful action. So, yes. Makes you want to go to Brazil, but just stay away from the barrios. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, like just stay on like, uh, it, like on Copacabana Beach in Natal. Or near a soccer stadium. <laughs> probably one of the few times you actually would be safer in the Brazil, depending. It's probably like Carnival, which is f***ing awesome. We got to do that one day, y'all. We got to go. <laughs> the Tsunami Faithful Podcast goes to Carnival. One of us has to learn Portuguese. <laughs> Won't be a problem. I can do it because I actually interacted with some Portuguese women. Nice. As a matter of fact, she was from Curitibana. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, Julie was hot, too, man. <laughs> it's always the real doing some woman from some other country. So, yeah, we're going to Carnival. <laughs> <laughs> now I really got to get that job at Southwest Airlines. <laughs> You're now free to move around the country. <laughs> <laughs> In the country, if I go to, like, uh, yeah, take the uh, plane to, like, uh, Florida and then, you know, catch a plane to Brazil. <laughs> Yeah, we're going there, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that is uh, 
all that needs to be said about Michiko and Hachin. We hope people like it. Uh, we will not be recapping Michiko and Hachin. Sorry if you're bummed about that, but we really got to scale back on talkbacks. Show's also been out for about a year and a half and is on uh, Funimation's save label right now. Which mm-hmm. is how I purchased mine. Yeah, but also... Yeah, I need to buy it. Yeah, but also with uh, yeah you and your save. <laughs> I love them. I love them. You have like love eight, she has like uh, like twenty five save uh, shows. Actually, I think she has more. But <laughs> probably I've yeah. counted. And you know, uh, if you don't like that ugly green strip, you can flip, flip the art around. Yeah, that, that's, oh. what that's what I do with my save label stuff. I like, I like save, save label, label. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like showing up. I like people like look here. I was smart, man. I bought it on budget. <laughs> I saved money. Yeah, sucks for you. Well, here's something <laughs> that here's something that would really work is um, that works in Akamega Kill's favor is that um, with Akamega Kill, that's going to be a proper dub premiere. Uh, Michiko uh-huh. and Hachin won't be. That's why we're gonna recap uh, Michiko and Hachin. That's why we're not gonna recap Michiko and Hachin, but we will recap. Um, I can make a kill. Because that one's going to be off the press. Yes, very, very fresh. We may periodically check up on... I would like to do the same where we periodically check up on various shows just to talk about what's going on in them. Just periodically, not every week. Mm-hmm. I think we could do that in the future and just recap less shows in general. Yeah, it'll save some voices. I know that much. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just easier, you know? Really yeah, but it's kind of a pity because Michiko being very episodic lends itself nicely to a weekly recap, but... Yeah, it's been out too good. long. We're we're starting to... Dra- we're drafting rules on our... Uh, recaps. Um, recaps. What shows we recap and which ones, you know, we really focus on. Stuff like that. It would have been like if we recap Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. Which we did not. And you know Darrell wanted to. Oh, yes. <laughs> but we will do our best to give a, a nice uh, introduction and send-off to any new show that comes to Toonami. Which I think we've generally done. That's about right. You know? Hey, we just did an introduction to Michiko and Hachin. It's a show yeah, that exactly. has been on Darrell and I's wish list uh, pretty much since it came out. Damn right. I wish list, too. <laughs> and Sketches wish list, And too. Sketches, yep. And we finally got it. Thank you, Anime God. Thank you, Funimation. And thank you, Toonami. Yes. Yes, thank you, Toonami, for selecting it. Thank you for listening to us rant endlessly about it. Now, about Madoka Magica. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, which bank am I going to have to knock off to make that happen? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Well, knowing Jason Hill's like, split the money with him. (laughs) Will do, Mr. DeMarco. Will do. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> hey, you gotta admit, that was funny, man. Oh, it was funny. And Jason's response. Jason's response was great. Exactly. <laughs> Which is the reason why Jason... Liked you have no idea what we're talking about. You should have watched our uh, interview with the Toonami crew from Momocon. So, go do that. If Not right have, now. If you already have watched but, it, then watch it again. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Watch it, watch it again, and, and notice the things you missed the first time. Like Darrell talking in the background. 
<laughs> well, you know, like Jason, like what what did Paul say to me? Like, did I have any questions? I was like, no, I just want to drink. And Jason agreed. That's an honest answer. <laughs> I'd like to be doing that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True that. True that. Uh, sp- speaking of things getting a proper send-off, next episode we will be talking a lot about Inuyasha, the final act, because we feel that's appropriate. And also, uh, we will have a lengthy discussion regarding Akamiga Kill closer to when the show is about to start airing. And uh, seeing as only Darrell among us has seen it, we may enlist some additional help. I'm just going to leave it like that. <laughs> we got time between now and August 8th when the show starts. I thought it was August 18th. I don't know why. Uh, there was an 8 in there someplace. I know. I, I thought it was August Pretty 8th. Pretty sure it's August 8th. August uh, 8th, yeah. Which, by the way, like kind that. of implies either they're going to do something different on 4th of July weekend or they will play the Kill a Kill OVA episode 25. Hmm. <laughs> That's not a given, but that's kind of... I don't know why else they would mark it for August 8th, but we'll see. Also, that date could always change. Yeah, that might just be like a ballpark number. Yeah. Kind of surprised that they gave a specific date, because they don't (laughs) usually do that with something that far in advance. But I digress. I guess it's time to... Do the housekeeping. Woohoo! Where's our scullery maid? Housekeeping. No, no, can, no. <laughs> you can email us at podcast at twfaithful.com. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Tumblr. Facebook.com backslash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. On Twitter at Tsunami Podcast. And on Tumblr, Tsunami Faithful Official.tumblr.com. You can visit podcast.tsunamifaithful.com for all the episodes of the podcast. It's also where the Tsunami Faithful Podcast Network resides, where you can also check out the Tsunami Show Rundown. Fun stuff. Yeah, baby. Yeah. We, come we would appreciate you supporting us on Patreon. You can go to www.patreon.com backslash Podcast if you subscribe donates so to speak it's a it's a monthly thing where you uh, say how much you are willing to offer a month and there are various incentives such as t-shirts and coming on the show so go ahead and check out all of those and any little bit would help so if if you don't want to give us more than a dollar (laughs) We will be happy to take your dollar. <laughs> Please come on the show, though, because I love abusing people. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> yes. And I do believe it's uh, it's a pretty reasonable amount to be able to come on the show and be abused, at least compared to our previous fundraisers. <laughs> so <laughs> It's okay. Now it's the time. <laughs> yes, and... Uh, we will be having some uh, other recent uh, Patreon supporters on the show as soon as we can coordinate the schedules. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's always the toughest part. Mm-hmm. And once again, a reminder, you can check out all of our Toonami Faithful at Momocon footage on ToonamiFaithful.com and also our geeky 
ink interviews at geekyink.com. So do that. It's uh, oh, good wow. interviews. Jen, tell us where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Tarzana, and I have an Ask FM, and that's at Tarzana as well. And Mr. Durrell. Oh, well, you know, you can find me on the Twitterverse at Ukami underscore Samurai 7. You can also find me on Ask FM at Ukami backslash, you know, ask.fm. And if you want to send me any evil emails, which I know you're not, you can do that at Darrell Maddox at TunamiFaithful.com. Ukami back, <laughs> Ukami <laughs> black slash. Black slash, baby. Black, black slash. slash. Yeah, you know, I'm. Black I'm, I'm slash. Black Slash Wave! <laughs> nice. And Jim. You can find me at ZeroAlucard27 on Twitter. You can also find me at RinOku95 on the Nintendo Network. Um, I'm still playing Splatoon. I'm playing a few other things, so uh, we'll get that uh, all taken care of. And, uh, yeah. Sweet. You can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984, on Tumblr, sketch1984.tumblr.com, and you can ask me questions at ask.fm backslash sketch1984. If you have any comments or suggestions for the podcast, you can direct those to sketch at tsunamifaithful.com. I'd like to thank you all for listening each and every week. And with that, we are out. Deuces! Kisses! Catchphrase. Catch. Don't you be stealing my thing, Jim. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't it's realize okay. that was your thing. I'm sorry. Yeah, I stole Jim's bay, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm going to get you back some way. <laughs> <laughs>